Well, it says we're live on Facebook and YouTube. So let's oh. see if the let's see if the viewers build back up. Let's let's check it on Facebook. Well, their Facebook is probably going to curb us, and you know what? That's fine. Go ahead, yeah. curb us. But it doesn't matter. And I got to tell you, I think they're caught. I think yeah. they're caught, okay. and I think. All right, here we go. Um, we are live again on Facebook. I can confirm that, unless they shut us down again. So let's give everybody a few minutes. It's like <laughs> well, it's like everybody's gonna... having to chase us around the the you know the deal or whatever. So we appreciate your patience. We're back up to seventeen people. So so wait a minute. I'm going to go on early and jump on out there as people are building in. I'm going to throw a shot across the bow. Congressman Mike Johnson, you know, while, you know, look, I may have my opinion of you and Rex may have his and other people may or whatever. Censorship is real. We just had a live show. You may not agree with what we say. You and Seabiscuit, you may not agree with it, but we just had a show and you see the live show. You, you saw it. You saw censorship in action. I've got the screenshot that Facebook accused us of sexual violence and exploitation. We had almost 140, 140, maybe 150 of your constituents were watching live on this show as Facebook literally was censoring. They pulled the plug on, and none of that was true. There was nothing that we said was any of the things that they accused us of in this reasoning and justification for censorship. Now, Rex, I'm going to throw a bone out there. Mm -hmm. Maybe Tommy Chandler or the police jury or one of them sent a complaint in on us right there because they didn't want us talking about. It is highly likely. One, some of those people may not have wanted us talking about animal control in Bossier City because it'll give their ass a black eye. Pardon my French. Right. Uh, that is, I hate to say That's it, the, it is highly likely. That is the only, that is the only possibility that, that Facebook could get off the hook. But it doesn't justify Facebook, in my opinion, taking the action without verifying it. Right, right, right. And and to let you know, folks, we are going to get to the main thrust of the content, which is going to be about that animal control here in just a few minutes. But because we've had to restart the show, we're trying to give everybody the chance to see. And because we've restarted it like twice now, we're trying to give everybody the opportunity to see the notifications and, nope. and jump back on the show. So make nope. sure you, I hate to say it, retag everybody. We're climbing up in the 80s now. Retag everybody. And let them know that we're back on. And we will be talking about animal control. And we will be talking about the mayor. Well, and I'm going to give you another hypothetical. In our notes right here, you guys are looking at it. You see under our show topics in the center between us, you know, we had coined the show originally the Polecats. And then we said, go, we recoined the name of the show, going to the dogs. Bozier was going to the dogs because of the, you know, events surrounding Uh, animal control in Bossier. But I want to jump down. We also pointed out Juliana goes to Washington. And we were going to talk about Washington Mardi Gras and some of the things that went on. And one of the things we were going to show was, you know, I'm going to say, I'm going to say it the way I want to say it, the braggadocious uh, way of one police juror named Juliana Parks, you know, chumming up 
and bragging about with the Speaker of the House and going to the White House, you know, advocating for Bozier. Maybe, maybe they didn't want us talking about that. Well, that was part of it. You know, and I didn't pull any of the screenshots. Well, I did on that. Let's let's lead off with that as as people are coming back in, because thank goodness and we appreciate everybody's help and tagging folks. We're back up to around 100 people right now. That is absolutely great. So why don't we go ahead and um, let's see where I was. We're going to get back to that mayor's poll here in a second. But let's get um, let's get what's your name out of the way. Yeah, but but before we go there, share my screen and show everybody. Now that we're back up to about 100 people, I want you guys to see what Facebook said the reason that they cut the show. So if all of y'all were watching and you were live up, you know, from the beginning to the end and you saw, did you see anything that promoted, that threatened or promoted sexual violence or exploitation? Did any of y'all see that? Was there anything yeah. of that nature? Because that right there, I screenshotted it before they got rid of it. I screenshotted it, and we have it right there. That's what they cited to cut this show off to silence free speech. That's yeah. what they cited. Did any of you see of it? I, I want to know. Did any of you see that? Because I did. I, I don't think I said anything. I don't I think you. Don't said think I there. did, or don't think I accidentally shared something. I, I don't know. It's a complete mystery to me. So that leaves it to probably somebody reported it uh, as sexual conduct uh, or sexual, you know, content or whatever or, to try or, to jack all this and knock us off. Or censorship is real. One of the two. Well, wait a minute. Now, our good friend Ryan Haygood, you're correct, Ryan. We were talking about Adam Bass, and Ryan says Adam Bass was a teen heartthrob. That oh, could good. Be, I, <laughs> Oh, good that grief. Could be it. That could good be grief. It. <laughs> right. Okay. You, you know, Monica Hudson, I think that is a great idea. I think, you know, since Jeff Landry is a personal friend of mine, and I know that Jeff Landry and the AG of Missouri have a insightful uh, lawsuit that has really shown, you know, the levels of censorship, especially uh, when it pertains to, you know, the covid issue and all that i mean i i i think you're right i mean i think we have video evidence that it continues on but where is mike johnson yeah paging mike johnson hey uh barry paging butler mike says johnson. barry butler says word porn <laughs> so maybe <laughs> maybe it was some word porn going on all right well let's move back into the content so we're going to get back to that survey here in oh. just a second Rex, what? What? we've had a Mark Smith sighting. Oh, to all of you that hadn't watched the show before, the infamous hey. Mark Smith has shown up. Mark, you have to do better. You're literally regurgitating what I've said over and over. Is and he, that that's is why he did free it. speech that's why yeah, he using their platform. I, I'm not going to say it's censoring yet. I'm going to say somebody reported us, which technically wouldn't be censoring because Facebook, you know, I think they should have left it running, had monitors come in and watch the show and see if there really was anything. I would argue that point. But still, I don't say it's censoring because it is their platform. I, I hate to say well, it, but I got to agree with Mysterious Mark Smith, or rather he's agreeing with well, me. But wait a minute. Since Mark Smith is an alias, a known alias on this show, and, you know, there's a lot of hypotheticals. Some people have said Mark Smith is 
a person on the police jury or a, a member of the courthouse crowd. You know, some people Maybe. have said Mark Smith is a member of the Boulder City crowd. Um, you know, Mark Smith may have been actually the guy that made a report to try to get this pulled. May have been. All right. So enough of all that, because Facebook has already wasted us 45 minutes of what we could have had for just some great content. Let's You're let's right. not give Facebook any more, well, any yeah. more credibility than they don't deserve. I'm going to say the last thing I'm going to say on it. Right. I encourage everybody to to go to YouTube and follow us on YouTube and and or Rumble and or Twitter, yes. you know, to watch the show there. You know, in the event Facebook decides they want to, you know, not let you hear the truth again. Yeah, because I'm looking, uh, I don't think our Twitter feed is working right now. And so if, if you can see it fine, if you can't, I apologize. It's kind of new, but you're, you're right, Duke. Our show does post a rumble about 24 hours later. And again, I'll be posting the audio version of okay. this either later tonight or tomorrow. All right. So back on we, the poll. So yeah. everybody was like wondering, we're going to go through this really fast and we're going to get to the dogs. Um, everybody was wondering about this poll going on in Bozier, right? Everybody's like, who did the poll? Who did the poll? You know, because they're wanting to know where everybody stood on term limits and they wanted to know favorability on, you know, the mayor's race. And, you know, they gave some names, Adam Bath, Tommy Chandler, Vince Maggio, David Montgomery, Chris Smith, and undecided. That would be interesting to know how that turned out. And then they asked a favorable or unfavorable opinion of Tommy Chandler, David Montgomery, and Chris Smith. And, okay, I am remiss. Queen David. And Yeah, we did rename him or retitle him. We did. We did. So they wanted to know favorability on those three. You know, obviously, Queen David and Chris Smith are the at-large councilmen. They're the, and the mayor, they're the only three that were a citywide elected officials. Mm -hmm. So um, that poll was going on. So the big question was, and all the politicos were all wound up tight about it. Who the heck run this poll? Why would they do that? They were, they, they got their dander all up. Yeah. So I got to tell you, I mean, I kind of went to digging a little bit because I wanted to know, too. It was intriguing. Yeah, who so sent he, out the poll? So, JMC, <laughs> Pinocchio, is that you? <laughs> I love it, Mark Smith. I don't know. If I ever met Mark Smith in real life, I don't know if I'd punch him or I'd shake his hand. <laughs> yeah, I'd have to buy him a drink anyway. I've probably already done one of the, one of the two. But anyway, cut one. The, the pollster was JMC Analytics. Oh, now, all right. Let me get let me get that if, cut over. If JMC Analytics is the ones doing the poll, well, what political candidate has used JMC in the past? Yeah. Drum roll, please, because I don't think I'm showing it yet, but you can see JMC Analytics right up here at the top right there. They right. did show up on one you know, politicians, campaign finance reports in the right. past. Right. So which one would it be? Drum roll, <laughs> please. Anyone want to guess? Any guesses? Going once, going twice. Are we still on Facebook and still live? Yeah, we're still 120 people. Hopefully they hadn't cut us off yet. 
Yeah. So if you're if you're here about animal control, I promise you this this matters. Pay attention. So if you scroll down, Rex, to the bottom, I think it will divulge. Facebook mad at Duke. You're right, David Montgomery. It'll divulge who. Oh look, uh, down yeah, there, right down there. there in the bottom corner. It's a little fuzzy, but I can kind of point it out. Let me move my little finger pointer thing. It's a little fuzzy. So for those of you that can't see it. Uh, especially if you're on mobile, lo and behold, it's Tommy Chandler. Well, that, you know, makes for an amazing uh, question. Why is it that, I mean, what what does Tommy Chandler need to know about term limits? Why does he need to ask that question? Well, I mean, not I just that. Question number three is, do you have a favorable or unfavorable opinion of Mayor Tommy Chandler? Well, I get that question too. He wants to know how he looks. Right. He, he he wants to know. I get that one. But on term limits, that one, I don't understand it. Hmm. I don't get it at all. He ran on term limits and he said, I support term limits and term, term limits, you know, prevents, you know, uh, what, what, what was his words? I don't want to put words in his mouth, but, you know, without term corruption. limits, it breeds corruption and all this crap. Remember yeah. all that? Yeah, we've we've shown it two or three times on the show. Yeah, so I mean, why does he need a why does he need a poll to know where he stands on term limits? He campaigned on it, asked you for your vote, you know, because he believed in term limits and he was going to see to it that term limits were put in place in Bossier City. Hmm, but yet he he's lied. put a poll out to. Maybe. To ask it? I mean, I don't even use the stupid thing of he misspoke. He just flat out lied. Well, I mean, look, we don't 100% know that he did this poll. We don't 100% know that. But, it but we do know that reason. he lied about term limits. Well, did he lie about term limits? I mean, well, he, he's, up and, he let said me he was going to do that. something, and he's done nothing. He's done nothing. He said he was going to have a charter is commission. Doing something. Uh, so he, he said lied. He was, up he until this was, point, he has lied. I, well, he said he's going to have a charter commission. He had no charter commission. He yeah. he said he said Shane Cheatham was his guy, and he's going to stand by him. Well, guess what? He threw him to the wolves, didn't he? Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, that's our, our the three. He broke up the three amigos. He broke up the band. Okay. So the other questions were number four: Do you have a favorable or unfavorable opinion of Councilman at Large David Montgomery? Queen David himself of the Zamboni twins, and do you have a favorable or unfavorable opinion of Councilman at Large Chris Smith? Those are peculiar names that were chosen for this poll. Thank you for your Very. time. It was done on behalf of JMC Analytics and Polling. Yeah, well, if it wasn't Tommy Chandler, I got to tell you, all these three people are all kind of looking at each other, you know. They're cutting their eyes at each other. I mean, look, David Montgomery, you know, the rumor mill is, is that David's not going to run again. And, right. uh, but here's the interesting thing. David Montgomery, go look at his campaign finance report. He's got some bank in his checking account. Oh, so no kidding. If, if, if he doesn't run again, where does all that go? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That money's going to go somewhere. Gonna go somewhere. That's interesting. Okay. 
So, uh, let's see. We Yeah, pretty much everybody had sounded off earlier on our first attempt at a show tonight and let us know if you got the poll or not. And we had also had them sound off. What else? Did, oh, if they supported term limits. So, they already did that. So, we got those two goals accomplished. Um, what's next, Mr. Lowry? Well, I'll tell you what. We were, going, we were going to talk about and we were going to share – like, uh, let's see, I think maybe Cut 2 and Washington Mardi Gras and the Swamp. I mean, it was a gay affair in D.C. And we were going to show everybody how, you know, those in the loop and the, the up and coming and all that and how you unconnected people. I mean, we're going to show you how oh, the connected right. people, how they how they yeah. fly, but I don't well, know if we need to go there. Well, let's start. We'll do this real quick. We'll spend just a couple of minutes on it. So. Uh, this was a post by Juliana Parks, and Juliana went to Washington, and she said she started the week communicating with Bossier City, so showing the screenshot and her post from her official police juror page regarding uh, uh, the new red light at Swan Lake and Innovation Drive and their traffic engineer's tireless work to get the timing right. In other words, you know, they did have a big traffic jam. That was apparently a problem. Uh, and Bossier City recently annexed this section of uh, section of Swan Lake and added the red light after traffic studies showed it oh, was needed. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. All right. All right. She said Bossier City annexed that. Yes. Is she trying to say that that's not her district anymore? I mean, it's still her district, even if she. Well, yeah, it would still be her. Her it would still be her under her police jury district. I mean, she's a police juror for the parish. And some of that obviously involves the city, right? Okay. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's my point. I mean, but is she, you know, she was saying. Remember, in our last show, we talked about this. She was trying to say that wasn't her district, and the problem wasn't hers. But now she's saying it. The city annexed it. Is she trying to say that it's their problem, not hers? And I, I'm just wondering too. I'm seeing a a curious thing here she's saying she was there representing Bozier parish the old parish well all right so here's she's having her cake and eating it too yeah pretty much and look she's she's posted before i don't have the screenshots right now i'd have to go back and dig them up from the archives but she's posted before and basically you know told people that aren't her direct constituents to f off i mean i'm being a little facetious with the comment there but uh, she has basically alluded to the fact that she represents her constituents, but when it's good for her PR, oh, now she represents everybody, and she's really working hard for District 5 and for Bossier Parish to get the support we need for the fastest-growing parish north of I-10 to ensure our tax dollars are brought back home for essential infrastructure. Way to go, Juliana. Okay, y'all got to give me a minute. I got to read this again because I missed the part somewhere in there about right, animal I mean, control. Did she... Did she talk to the Speaker of the House, Kevin McCarthy and Mike Johnson, about animal control for Bozier? Because as it stands right now, we're let we're going to let animals run wild in Bozier. There's not going to be any animal control. I'm hang on. No, oh, but she went look. to the Pentagon. Hold on. In the second paragraph, she says she went to the Pentagon. Maybe she talked to the Pentagon. Maybe she talked to the general about animal control. Maybe oh. she talked to the general of the Air Force about how they handle animal control on Barksdale. No. No, I got it better than that. She went to the White House. I mean, it's in there. She went to the White House, and she got with the president, and they're going to use F-16s to take care of the animal control. 
That's oh. the new plan. That's there, what there's your solution to the stray dogs and the stray cats. F sixteen. Ju- Juliana's got this. Or oh, look, we got a bunch got of eighteen. No, Duke. It's much easier than we thought. Like we're home of the B fifty two fleet, basically, right? They have B fifty twos at the base. They can just carpet bomb Bozier and Benton. <laughs> <laughs> and it's mostly you Benton folks that seem to be griping, you know, about the animal situation. And it is a legit problem. So just carpet bomb Benton, or Benton Road anyway. Buff 454, we've got a group of beagles heading up Airline Drive. Y'all need to take them out. <laughs> we hate to laugh, folks, but anyway. Okay. Good. So Juliana went to Washington, you know. Use her tax dollars. Maybe she went on her own dime, but use her tax dollars to go up there and cavort around with Mike Johnson, and I'm sure that did us a lot of good. That's great. Oh yeah, your tax dollars at work. So while we're letting dogs run loose, she's on the parish dime, probably at a uh, COVID super spreader. Um, you know. Uh, oh, but but Duke, we're coming off the COVID stuff in May. May is May is when Biden and the federal government has said no more COVID panic. I mean pandemic. Uh, but look, so, she's anyway. she's shilling around. She's shilling around with the Speaker of the House. They're gonna bring home the dollars, baby, to Bozier. That's what it's about. We gotta bring home the money. Get that Greg, bacon. Greg Bell says, "In all my years flying in the B fifty two, I never bombed a carpet." Dad, damn it, Greg! <laughs> you're you're just destroying my my vision I had in my head of bombing carpets. Dang. <laughs> all right. Well, we had a whole lot more planned for Washington Mardi Gras. Maybe next show, you know, since Facebook decided to throw us a curveball, maybe next show we'll come back and we'll we'll clean all that up and finish our dialogue on that. But yeah, uh, let, well, let me throw up these these little deals real quick. We'll get it over with. So uh, there's, uh, let's see. Oh, is that Alan? Oh, there's That's our favorite favorite person, Alan. That's our. That's our good friend, Queen Cockroach, Allie Feaster-Smith, who yeah. successfully used the House of Representative District 8 legislative assistant seat to propel herself as well as the Republican State Central Committee seat to make money. So huh? all you all you Republicans that, you know, on board with her to put her in the State Central Committee seat, congratulations to y'all. You are putting money in her bank account. Did you know, Rex? Did you know? Tommy Chandler, you know, he has a big golf tournament, right? Yeah, right. You want to know how much money she made off of that one-day event for Tommy Chandler? That she made, like her little consulting deal or whatever? Yes, yes. How much? Now I'm like intrigued. Ten, guys, she made like $10,700. you damn right. She's what? smiling. Look at her. How much you think she's making right there? She got Kevin McCarthy standing over her shoulder. I and definitely zoom- was not charging enough when I was in the business of doing that. I wasn't charging enough, Duke. So so while all of us are worried about dogs, you know, getting care on the streets or what have you, I mean, the people that are supposed to be taking care of our problems, they're counting their dollars. They ain't worried about the dogs. They're counting their dollars. Looking hey, to their I- next step. But I will say this. Let's see. Who is she with in that left picture over there? Is that Kevin McCarthy? And is that our, is that our good friend, it, Clay I Higgins? Hate to, I hate to say it. I, I love me some Clay Higgins. Yeah, and I don't know how that happened. But Clay, she's got her hooks into Clay Higgins. And uh, 
she if you screw if you zoom in on that picture rex she even she calls him the boss oh hey message to clay message to clay in case you're watching the show be careful she she says amazing fundraiser for the boss oh well that's okay. Oh, well, wait a minute. Maybe she's talking Whatever. about Speaker McCarthy. Maybe she's already done got to that point. Yeah. Well, I have so many comments, but we have so little time. <laughs> so little time. <laughs> yes. Okay. Moving on up. Well, real let's, quick, a lot, a lot of people... Go ahead. Well, I was going to say, the Cypress revelations, we may put off until Tuesday night, which will be the next show, folks. Tuesday nights, our normal time is Tuesday at 7 p.m. Yeah, so a lot of people, Rex, they want a little update on uh, the term limits effort. A lot of you may or may not know that there's a little bit of business going on in Bossier. There's kind of an effort to get term limits put in place for the Bossier City Council, the Bossier City Mayor, and for the police jury. And what I will tell you is, is that that effort is going to be kicking off. It hadn't officially started yet, but it's going to be kicking off very soon like probably within a week mm-hmm. and uh i can tell you rex and 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 guys and for a lot of you watching the show <clears throat> aside from Bozier watch i am personally involved in that effort and uh, what i can tell you is is that we are looking for volunteers to help in the effort to collect signatures and uh you know what I would say is, is that uh, if you want to volunteer, or you're interested and in, in you believe that term limits should be in effect for, you know, your Bozier City elected officials, as well as your Bozier Parish elected officials, uh, hit me up on Facebook, message me, you can look me up, Michael Duke Lowry, and, uh, you know, I will uh, message you back. Um, on what to do if you want to volunteer and you want to help collect signatures. We're going to need some help. Um, yeah. we, we've got a very organized uh, effort to do that, and uh, we need all the help we can get. Yeah, and it is a separate group and deal from Bozier Watch, um, although we may share some of the information on the Bozier Watch Facebook, uh, Facebook page and all that, and, of course, we'll talk about it from time to time. But uh, just understand that it is a separate entity. Okay, so signatures coming up. We will need them in the future. We will let everybody know. Um, hmm. Shall we get to the animal control problem? I think it's time. I think that is uh, probably where the majority of folks watching tonight want to go. And I got to tell you, Rex, <clears throat> when I woke up this morning, animal control and what happens to dogs and cats you know in our community in Bossier that was not on my agenda that was not what I thought I was going to my day was going I I thought I was going to be turning wrenches on a Peterbilt today I thought that you know I was going to be doing something else I was worrying about my first cup of coffee (laughs) it was not animal control yeah but but Apparently, the animals and the politicians and the folks who have an issue with this uh, had a little different plan for both. Well, I did run around and fix a few computers and all that, but did spend the better part of the afternoon getting screenshots ready and trying to uh, let us have a smooth show, and that didn't work out quite so well. But 
Yeah, I mean, this is a real problem in animal control. I didn't realize it was as big of an issue as it as it is, apparently. And so, honestly, on this issue, I'm getting um, educated on it as we go. Like, I didn't realize it was so out of control. I mean, we've talked about it before with the Red Rover situation. That was kind of related to it. Um, but we haven't really dove into the animal control situation. So maybe give us a little, you know, B-52 fly overview of what is the problem? I mean, what's going on? Okay. So as it would turn out, you know, I, again, I don't know, lots of folks, you, uh, you, you start your day, you may have your cup of coffee or your cup of orange juice and you're getting going, trying to get into the mood. You're going to go to work and have a good day. And, you know, you may peruse around quickly, Twitter, Facebook, whatever, see what's happening. And my day started off with my, you know, uh, my, my wife who I love. And, and of course my big old, uh, Chesapeake Bay retriever licking me to tell me it's time for you to get up and have your coffee, but my mm -hmm. wife bringing the coffee and then my Chesapeake licking me summarily the same anyway. So, and she says, Hey, have you seen Bentontown happenings? I said, well, no. And so she shows me this post and she shows me about this lady who says that her services were no longer required. And mm. I'm kind of, huh? So, you know, as it would turn out, I, I kind of dug into, after I got my head straight, I dug into it a little bit more. And as it would turn out on social media for about a week now, there's been this thing swirling about animal control. And it, it's obviously the lead story of what's going on in Bozier. Right. Yeah. So let me share that screenshot uh, here in just a second. Um, let's see. Let me give me one second here. The lady's name. Now, make sure I'm sharing the right one will be Judy Stewart. Is that the one that you're referring to? Ooh, you, 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 you're killing me there. But yes, Judy is actually who we're talking to. Kara showed me this, and I'm like, hmm, well, that is intriguing. So, you know, as a result of seeing that, kind of started doing a little bit of uh, poking around. I wanted to find out what's going on here. What's this about? And, uh, you know... To, to summarize this whole big enchilada real quick, the best I can tell is that uh, these problems, they've been brewing for some time. And I'm going to I'm going to jump out there and say it's due to a lack of funding, a lack of, you know, unwillingness on the part of elected officials and uh, governing bodies, you know, to deal with a problem that that well, is the big I mean, picture thing. I I don't even know where to begin on this. So, and folks, feel free to chime in in the comments, too, to help educate me on this. I mean, what is the problem? Is the problem that we have a lot of dogs and cats running around neighborhoods? Is the problem, I mean, what specifically is the problem? I've, I've not noticed, you know, at least around my neighborhoods and a lot of the neighborhoods I visit as I go around fixing computers and all that sort of thing. I've not noticed, you know, a huge, uh, let's just say wild dog or, or dogs running around or cats running around. That seems to be an issue, but that's only my anecdotal evidence. Is this a real problem out there? 
Oh, just hold on, Dano. The problem's fixing to get a whole lot worse because, as it would turn out, this thing is just on the front end here of happening. Now, yes, this has been a problem that has been going on. Look, Rex, I'm going to say, would you, would, and, and you watching, a lot of you already know this, this is a problem that's been going on for almost a century. What? I mean. Well, oh, wait, wait a minute. Oh, I'm from Halton. Now, okay, and I, I gotta, I gotta do, do some basic stuff here. A century, that is ten years, right? Century? No, that'd be a hundred. Yeah. Decade. Okay, okay, wait a minute. A decade. A decade. Then see, there's close enough. Halton. Decade, oh, century, man, whatever. Fishing, Maybe it's been going on for for a century. It's like fishing. It's like fishing. You know, they have a limit on the number of brim and bass you can catch. Right. Yeah. Well, okay. Close enough. Now, why would some jack wagon want to call me in the middle of a show and? Is it somebody that knows we're live right now? Yeah, he knows. He huh, definitely you should, knows. You he should comes call on the show, and yeah. he comments. Yeah, you should. You should call this person out. <laughs> put them live. <laughs> oh, put them on speak. Put them on speakerphone. Well, he may be. So if he starts talking, I mean, good grief. All right. Okay, back back so to the thing- topic at hand. This thing has been brewing for, you know, a decade, right? De- mm-hmm. Century, decade, what, however long. It's forever. In fact, KTBS has done, <laughs> Mark Smith, KTBS has done some stories in the past on this subject matter. And this problem has been a problem that has plagued Bowser City forever. But interestingly is how the problem was dealt with uh, now and currently and today. And, and that is kind of where we're going. So Rex, this thing kind of got kicked off this week and not by, uh, or last week, this thing got kicked off, not by the normal, uh, people that you would suspect or think actually it got kicked off by some, uh, professional people in this parish. Really? So they, well, they kicked off the problem or they just made it worse. No, I, they 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 put a Q beam, you know, they put a Q beam on the problem. And what I'll say is, and I put in the notes, and I'm just going to say it the way I put it in the notes here. You know, I I wrote this, this is the way I wrote it. You know, sources tell us, but because they are, we had some people right. that we started sure. digging around and we had some information sent to us, you know, that... Uh, uh, some local veterinarians from Benton, and I'm going to say Benton Animal Hospital, that they weighed in on this problem. They took a position. To their credit, Benton Animal Hospital took a proactive approach to this and has been for some time. You'll learn here in a minute because we're going to show you where Benton Animal Hospital was uh, caring about animals and trying to do what was in the best interest of of animals in this parish but they shot off some emails and you know some communications and uh i think that is what finally was you know the the straw that broke the camel's back um well all right so yeah and and let me know when you're ready to show all that and i'll cue it up because i'm kind of paying attention to the comments and the notes right now but i went back to show 133 so that would you know uh, about nearly 10 shows ago would be about 10 weeks ago or whatever. Um, and you know, we mentioned that there was an issue because somebody had sent us some anonymous information 
that Butch, I'm trying to review the notes and go back and, and uh, jog my oh, memory a little bit. Oh, Butch the Hatchet Man Ford? Yes. Uh, it was back on show 133 when we initially mentioned, because of information that was sent to us and kind of asked about Butch's, uh, what was it? Did he, and folks, y'all help me out here in the comments. Did he cut funding or what was it that Butch did as far as the police jury is concerned and the parish is concerned um, as far as animal control goes? There was something I'm trying to scan through the notes real quick and see if I can pick it up. Yeah, we, you know, we had started getting something a while back, but we didn't chase it. Maybe because we were chasing the debacle. Maybe I shouldn't say debacle at the library, you know, and a lot right. of you may yeah. not recall, but the library board, essentially all the folks there got ousted by the police jury and they started replacing all of them with police jurors with the library board. And Butch Ford was the lead on ousting all of those folks. And okay, and we did report that on the show, but here it is in the notes. Okay, it was something to do with, uh, let's see, it is, I'm just reading straight off our notes here. It is reported that they charge $75 per dog to kill at Bozier Animal Control. There were 100 dogs rehomed in the past year. Um, it cost the parish nothing with the volunteer groups, and the parish engineer is good friends you know, Butch Ford with the Bossier city shelter. So that's from the notes. We talked about it in that show. And so that's how, how the, long ago was that show again? About 10 shows ago, show 133. We're on 141 tonight. Yeah. So, so fast forward to now and, you know, you had some veterinarians, you know, in the parish and to their credit, Benton animal hospital hat tip to them you know, they they care about animals. Obviously, they wouldn't be in the field of veterinarians, but they stepped up to the plate and they said, hey, we have a problem. There is a problem in Bozier regarding all of this. And they didn't just step up. In, they didn't just, um, you know, make a statement and then let it go. They 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 went all the way with it. And look, we've had it. We've had it sent to us i mean they send emails they put it in writing and rex i'm just gonna say let's go ahead and go to cut 42 okay. and this is what kind of got things going guys all right let me get that one pulled up let me switch screens over here get bear with me just a second let me get that out of the way and put this one over there and resize it down a little bit okay yeah here we go and for those of you listening on the podcast um we got an email. This is was sent to us, like uh, Duke said, from a source. And this is an email, correct me if I'm wrong, from Benton Animal Hospital to, was it the mayor or who was it to? Well, this this particular email was sent to all of the council in okay. Bossier regarding the problem. And I'll start off reading Rex and I'll stop and then you can pick up where I leave off because it's kind of long. But guys, I want you to follow it as we get through this. And then we're going to show you there were also attachments with this. Right. And there's a whole story, and this will come full circle with Miss Judy, you know, and summarily her being let go. And where Tommy Chandler plays into this. So attached is a photo of page three of Bodger City Animal Control Policies and Procedures, I have been informed by clients and local rescues that oftentimes 
when a stray is found and animal control is contacted, people are being told the facility is full and they can either keep the animal, call a vet, or turn them loose to find their way home. Turn them loose. So you're going to turn, just turn the strays loose all over the parish. According to the policies and procedures, it does not appear that is how our city intended strays to be handled. There are multiple potential issues with handling strays in this way. Strays are unvaccinated and could potentially spread zoonotic diseases. If the animal does have an owner or some form of permanent identification, we won't know because they are not being checked. If the animal does have a home and an owner that is looking for them, they may never be found if somebody keeps them or they are injured or killed trying to find their way home. Stray animals could potentially cause harm, injuring by biting, attacking, a leash dog being walked, or by getting in the road or causing an accident. Many of the strays are unhealthy, malnourished, hit by cars, shot by people, or have diseases such as cancer, for example, that go untreated. Go ahead, Rex. All right, so I'll pick up there. Uh, the situation with the strays has been happening for at least a year. I first contacted Animal Control to voice concerns about eight months ago. I was told at that time the Animal Control was undergoing a leadership change and that the issues were expected to improve. I continued receiving phone calls from citizens of Bossier indicating that they were still being told the animal control was full. November the 11th, I contacted uh, Sherry Wood, the director of animal control, and was referred to Wade Rich, the public works director. Uh, let's see. Let me make sure. Da, da, da. Okay. Uh, a meeting with Mrs. Wood and Mr. Rich was suggested and scheduled. The meeting was very informative, but not very productive to solving the issues with the strays. I emailed after the meeting thanking them for their time and to inform them that I still had concerns and intended to continue to make others aware of the situation. I emailed Mr. David Montgomery Jr. and left a voicemail for Mr. Jeff Free on December the 6th of 2022. I received no response from either, and on December the 11th of 2022, I happened to see Mr. Free while I was walking my dog, ironically, and he brought up the voicemail and we spoke briefly about the concern. To his credit, uh, this is me ad-libbing, to his credit, at least he remembered the voicemail. Continuing, I uh, told him I contacted Mr. Montgomery via email so he was aware of the issue. He indicated that he would reach back out to me after he inquired about the situation. I didn't hear anything, so I left another voicemail for Mr. Free on January the 2nd of 2023, asking if he needed more info because we only spoke briefly about the issue on December the 11th. I still had not con uh, been contacted by either council member as of January the 16th of this year, so I sent another email to Mr. Montgomery and left another voicemail for Mr. Free indicating another email had been sent to Montgomery describing the issue in more detail. I also asked if I could be contacted and informed of any developments with the stray dog situation. To date, I have yet to be contacted by either council member about the situation. Attached are some recent pictures of stray animals from our area. And side note, I'm going to wait to post those pictures until we're ready. Okay, so that's the email 
you know, pretty detailed emails, specific dates and times, and the information that was sent, and uh, apparently not responded to. Okay, now I want to point out something, Rex. <clears throat> Everybody in the comments is blowing us up that we made a mistake. Right. Thank you guys for correcting us. We were told that it was Benton Animal Hospital, and it actually is Bossier Animal Hospital. I mean, overwhelmingly, okay. there are countless people saying, are you sure it's not Bossier Animal Hospital? I mean, we get well, a lot we of want information. To give yeah, we want to give credit where credit's due, so absolutely. Yeah. And, and, and I got to tell you, it did strike me odd that it would have been Benton Animal Hospital, but you know what? I had to go with what was sent to us. And, you know, is it the possibility that this email and this content is not accurate? That I guess that's possible. Um, you know, obviously, by the comments I'm seeing, I mean, there's a lot of people that know about this, apparently. I mean, because if they know that it's Bozier Animal Hospital and not Benton, I mean, yeah, from the doctors, I mean, I guess common sense would tell you that, okay, this is one one Bozier Animal Hospital and not uh, Benton. Um, but it, I would think that a lot of people know about the subject matter, apparently. Yeah, they. Uh, it seems so. Uh, so, um, and one other thing to add in is that a lot of the stuff that we get for the show, we're literally getting it minutes before the show, before we go live. And so yeah. we, tr we do our best to vet it out as much as we can, but you know, every now and then we'll make a mistake. So we want to correct the mistakes when we do make them. Yeah. So Bozier Animal Hospital deserves all the credit on this and, uh, you know, hat tip to them. Um, okay. Benton, thank y'all for being, you know, veterinarians and the, and the like, but right. Bozier, thank you. Um, so with that said, with within this, the fact that Queen David and Councilman Jeff Free, I mean, it, it seems like there was a lot of communication here. I mean, this yeah. has been going on for some time. What's the problem here? Why has this problem not been addressed why wh where were they well and i don't even know where to start with this um uh, and again i'm coming into this brand new I, I literally had no idea that this was such a huge problem in the area but uh it just seems odd to me i mean you would think that they would respond back to this just to get them off their back Nina Lopez says all vet clinics and rescue organizations are dealing with the issues at BCAS. Hmm. Okay. Uh, yeah, let me find that. Here we go. Okay. Yeah. All vet clinics. Okay. Um, More, Megan all Everett right, so, says all of that content is accurate. They have all been working with the rescues, taking the dogs. All right. So, and Duke, you may know more about this, having dug into this a little more in detail than I did this afternoon, or folks, y'all let me know in the comments. Now, I'm a little bit confused. Are we talking about animal control in Benton, which is kind of where this originated with the Facebook posts, and the police jury and issues there, or are we talking about the city and Bossier City Animal Control 
and problems there. How does it all tie together? I mean, what is this relationship or or is the issue just all over everywhere well, in Bossier Parish and the city? Well, How does this work? Well, an interesting thing. A lot of folks were kind of asking. Some people were saying, well, this sounds like a parish issue. And then some people were saying, no, this is a Bossier City issue. And then some people were saying, no, that's not right. It's both of them. It, it's both of their issues. Well, apparently that's correct. It is both of them. And it's a combined thing. Um, and, and that gets into this lady, you know, who was let go from her job in Benton that that originally kind of we we this post was shown this Miss Judy and uh you know that it, it goes back to 2011 you know KTBS 2011 oh yeah there were there was some history we're going to get to that and I'm jumping way ahead here so yeah, this way is ahead. long and drawn out and I know you guys are fired Let up me... about this but but before Rex before we move to that Right. There was there was attachments to this email. This was this wasn't the only part of this email right here. In fact, right. there were attachments, and I'm going to say to a lot of you guys. I mean, look, it is, this isn't like, I mean, this isn't like gory content. Boy, it no. I, but I it's say hard. Facebook's done shut our show down one time tonight. I mean, yeah. good grief! They, who knows? They may well, coin this as being sexual right. or something to shut us down. So let me put this comment up here from Courtney Wingate. She says, local rescue director here, yes, we can't legally take in strays without them going through stray hold first, but Bozier won't take them, so we can't legally take them, because if we do take them, we can be sued if an owner comes forward. Well, this sounds like a mess, like a bureaucratic mess. Well, you know, I would ask Courtney, well, no, I'm not going to do that. I don't know Courtney. I'm not going to put her in a position, but with the other attachments to this email, and again, hat tip to Bozier Animal Hospital, you guys, I mean, you're the bomb. Yeah, I mean, right. thank here, you here. for stepping up in our community. And the rest of these images may not be, uh, some of this content may not be palatable to you guys, but this was part of, of this that went to all the council in Bozier. Yeah, here we go. All right, so there's the first image. And here, listen. Wow. There's a second image. And third image. Now, that's the Facebook post. So, And that says, for those of you that are listening or can't read it if you're on mobile, um, Bozier City Animal Control would not take these guys in because they were so full, or they were full, so they were brought to Cattle Parish Animal Services where they could not be brought in because they didn't live in that area. It's super, super frustrating, but it is what it is. The owner was highly upset that they used the bathroom in his car, uh, wanted nothing more to do with them, so I came and got them. These two girls are matted, um, scared, and don't have good weight on them. Uh, we got them to our vet where they sedated and shaved one. She's really skinny and heartworm positive. The other will be evaluated tomorrow. Anything helps. So we're appreciative of those that support us. And, of course, there's the pictures of the dogs, you know, in the, the cages or whatever in the car. And they're all matted and all that, again, for those of you that are listening. And, and I think there's me... one more image. 
Yeah, is that the German Shepherd? Yep. Yeah, yep, so yep. let's put the German Shepherd in. There's a German that that just tears me up right there. So so guys in Bozier, all of these all of these animals, you know what? I'm going to I'm going to fast forward through the rest of the show in which we have a whole lot more content and we're going to give you the political angle on all of this and where Tahoe Tommy and Butch the Hatchet Man Ford stand on this. But you know what their solution, you know, fast forward is just we ain't going to take them. Just let them out on the street. Bozier, let let them run wild or let them hobble wild. That's the solution they have. That, that, I mean, that's no solution at all. I, I mean, it's I, it, like it's, said, it's I, way <laughs> it's it's way worse than that. And we have more email content to support the charges that we're making right now, Rex. We have yes. more email content that we're going to show you guys. Right. That that has come of this after we went to digging. So go ahead. All right. Um, let me switch screens for a little bit. Let me get us back over here to to us for a few minutes so I, again i'm just i'm really at a loss for words at the moment so i let me let me pitch this out there and, and then let's tie in the political side what is the solution to all this well i mean i mean has I've anybody been... considered that what do you folks in the comments think what what is the solution or what do we need to do to improve animal welfare in the city and these strays and and unfortunately you know first thing is we need to obviously try to educate people that they don't need to dump dogs or animals or cats you know whatever um and we need to do that but we all know that no matter how much educating you do it's not going to stop some people are going to do that what is the solution to all this well rex i can tell you that my opinion is is that tahoe tommy and butch the hatchet man ford they they came up with a solution. And you know what their solution was? Their What's solution that? was that we're going to silence those who advocate, you know, for the animals, and we're going to try to censor the information. Interestingly, our show got censored tonight. Hmm. And this was a subject that we were going to highlight. Isn't that interesting? Kind of coincidental. I mean, I'm no conspiracy theorist, uh, but, you know, I might have a tinfoil hat sitting over here on the desk before long. So so the, the question becomes, so how did they do that? Well, they how they did that or how they needed to do that was, was that they needed to cut off the flow of information. The flow of information of what was going on within Bossier Parish Animal Control and Bossier City Animal Control. They had to cut off the information. Hey, uh, wait a minute. I want to take a little side trip here. Monica Hudson has a good idea. She says, I think we should capture them and take them to Butch Ford. Hmm. Well, you'd have that, to take them over to Cattle Parish, but that's a whole other story. So, so Rex, this story, this is where the story leads us back to, as we mentioned earlier, a lady by the name of Judy Stewart. I've never had the pleasure of meeting this lady. I don't know her. Um, but, this lady, my understanding is, is that she worked for Bozier City Animal Control for almost 13 years, and she left there upon, get this, the new administration coming in and appointing a new supervisor in Bozier City under the Chandler administration, and she went to work for the parish. Mm -hmm. And, you know, 
the 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 new supervisor from what i'm told and one of the reasons she left and went to you know the parish was because the new supervisor in Bossier city tommy chandler's person whoever that is their ideal was was that they wanted to see more you know euthanizations they wanted to kill more dogs they wanted to put them to sleep than they wanted to have adoptions and rescues they didn't want right. to see any of that happening so let's pause right there for a second and i want to play devil's advocate and i mean this with all sincerity even though it's going to sound kind of cruel and so I, I would like to see some comments because you know we've got lots of people that are involved with with shelters and and adopting dogs and and all that kind of thing so how long does it usually take for when strays come in to get them adopted out? And I, I don't know what the correct term here is, but what is the rate, you know, that dogs just sit there in these shelters? Would it, and I'm playing devil's advocate here, so don't everybody go crazy in the comments. Would it be maybe more humane if the euthanasia rate was increased? I mean, obviously within rules and guidelines, but I mean, I'm trying to get a handle on how all this works. Is I've I've been into a dog show well, before, but I've literally never dealt with this. Well, Rex, it depends on what your motivation is. If your motivation is money, mm -hmm. or your motivation is "quote unquote" man's best friend, or mm -hmm. are are we wanting to save animals, or are we do we love animals? We do. I mean, look, I love my dog, but and there's another part of this story when we get down into it. Do you know if, if, if my dog, Bo, I mean, a lot mm -hmm. of you that watch our show, you've heard my dog, Bo, bark. If my dog, Bo, got out and was picked out, picked up, and say, for instance, he made it into the parish shelter or mm -hmm. the animal control, and they ended up sending him off to Bozier, and, and I have this in the notes later to cover, but do you realize that within three days they can euthanize him? Three days? Three days, right? I mean, he's not vicious, growling, you know, trying to attack everybody no. that comes anywhere this, near him. This is like I, one of my kids, and within three days, they have the right to put him down, which presents a problem. If you have a government agency that places a priority on euthanizing animals before trying to some other path for, for the animal, I mean... That's a problem. I can tell you if Tommy Chandler was to put my dog down in three days, I'm probably going to be in Benton with Skylar Marvin prosecuting me. Well, that's what's going to happen. And especially if you're searching for your dog, you know, but let me, add, all right. So, and we're getting tons of comments that are, that are just piling in. So folks, I'm trying to keep up with them. Interesting quote from future mayor, Jeremy Gallman down there in Sobo. He says, everyone with a pet, should have to have a permit on them. Now, you mean, Jeremy, clarify the Gallman. comments. Are you saying everybody should have to buy a permit or what? Clarify in the comments because we may have a little discussion about that. All right. Okay. But there's tons so of other get, comments coming in. Yeah, we got to get back on topic here. So Miss right. Judy worked for Bozier. You know, she was offered a job to come to the parish to continue her efforts, you know, in adoption and rehoming um <laughs> mark smith adios mark smith takes Scro your fly scroll Wait. on by okay yep. anyway keep going Duke. sorry i couldn't resist all that. right so miss judy ends up going to the parish right right she she goes up there because you know she was she was told that she could rehome dogs you know adopt and rescue dogs 
all that. You know, she was given, you know, carte blanche to go and do all that stuff. Mm-hmm. So, um, apparently that come to a screeching halt as of, and I think we have a, uh, Facebook post or a cut of that. Um, yeah. let me, uh, which one is, is that from Judy? Okay. Yeah. That, yeah. That's the one that I showed a little early a few minutes ago. Yeah. So give me a second. I'll pull that back up. Well, so she, she was summarily called in and told that her services were no longer needed. And, and I'm going to jump out on a limb and say, that's because, you know, it was determined that that was going to be a way to solve the problem of this negative PR with the animal control that's going on between Bozier and Bozier Parish, Bozier City and Bozier Parish. Now, and forgive me because I was kind of listening while I was reading comments and all that. So she was a, uh, she was working at the animal control and they basically fired her? Well, she says they told her that they didn't fire her, you know, that that wasn't the deal, that they were just basically not doing animal control anymore, which goes back to what the vets at Bozier were saying, which confirmed that. But they took a step to let this lady go. And, you know, you got to kind of dig into that and peel that onion back a little bit a little bit more because there's a whole lot more there. There's so much more to this. I had no yeah, idea. I'm... Again, when I woke up this morning, animal control was not what I thought I was going to be talking about. Yeah, and... this is, I'm trying to follow the bouncing ball here. And so this is, uh, to be but, clear, it's in the post here, but this is on the Bozier Parish animal control side. But it, cor- so Correct. Okay. So, so, so I'm scratching my head and I'm wondering, cut 41, I'm wondering what the heck's going on. And so I'm thinking, I know there's this connection between Bozier City and the parish. So I send an email to Chris Smith. I know already that I can't send an email to the city attorney or to the mayor of Bozier City. I mean, if I sent that, they may respond to me next week. And then if I just asked a simple question, they would say, well, you need to submit it in the form of a public information request. And and then even if I did that, I might get a, they would say, oh, well, 30 or 60 days from now, you may get a response. So if, if you want to get information out of the mayor's office and you want to get information out of the city attorney with a public information request, you know what? You're not going to get it. They're going to uh, dodge you and they're not going to be straight shooters with you. That's the bottom line. And that's just the way it is. So I took a different approach. I sent an email to councilman at large, Chris Smith, and I got a really interesting reply. Okay. So give me a second here. I'm going to try to make this bigger. This is not working out exactly how I had planned before the show. So bear with me for about 20 seconds here and let me get this screen pulled up right here because uh, I can make this bigger and hopefully where people can actually read this. Uh, one second. Almost there. Bam. Okay. So this is the email. This is the one that uh, you sent from Bozier Watch to Councilman Chris Smith, correct? Correct. And I said, please find a Facebook post below regarding animal control. Can you 
give any background to what is happening regarding animal control. Our viewers are asking us, you know, to dig into this. And I sent him a link and uh, he responded back and he says, Mr. Lowry, if you're making a public records request for information, I would have to direct you to the mayor's office and the city attorney. I have seen the social media posts that you're referencing in your email. I was made aware of some concerns citizens had this last week, you know, and forwarded that information to the public works director and mayor. The mayor has told me that the issues referenced here are known and being addressed. You will need to reach out to his office and to get specifics and make a formal request. I have included the emails between the mayor and I last week so you can know that it is being addressed. I have copied Mayor Chandler on this email as he wants to be contacted directly for any issues or complaints with city departments and or employees, and I would advise you to reach out to his office. Well, well there you go. <laughs> Bypass yeah, so everybody and go straight to Tommy. Uh, that's right. Well, keep scrolling down because the interesting thing is, is I want to see oh. those emails that he's talking about. Yeah. So, so let's, uh, yeah, yeah right let's there. start, we'll start there and then roll up because it's email thread. Now, so now here, go ahead. here's an interesting point. We got to We got to And pip folks, you got to pay attention. You got to follow close here because I read into this Rex this afternoon. Scroll up just a little bit because we need to see the date. Okay. The date and is post- January 26, 2023. So, Okay. Now remember, y'all remember Miss Judy on on January the 30th was let go of her job. Mm. On January the 26th, Chris Smith, councilman at large Chris Smith, sends an email to the director in Bozier who's over animal control, Wade Rich. And he says, Wade, see the email below. I have recently also gotten a lot of phone calls about parish animals being sent to BCAC and not allowing volunteers to take pictures to hopefully have them picked up by an adoption agency. I am unsure if those complaints are accurate, but I have been fielding calls for almost two weeks about that issue and other overall issues. As I am sure you are aware, the animal activist groups are very passionate. I am opening to meeting to discuss the matter in more detail so I can better understand and seeing what resolution can be had to hopefully make all parties happy. Now, now you saw the vet send an email out and had had dialogue with Councilman at Large Queen David mm-hmm. and city councilman jeff free and you that saw was that earlier that was in december and then earlier in january so follow and, the timeline folks and they did nothing they didn't nothing. do anything councilman smith to his credit right here immediately upon getting this information sent to him he immediately is engaging with the person over you know animal control in Bozier city mm-hmm. and what is the response that Councilman Smith gets, Rex? You you well, go ahead and read it for everybody. What do y'all think? I'll try. I can't even read this in my best Tommy voice because I, I just can't butcher this like Tommy can. But here we go. Councilman Smith, 
th th thank you for your concern for our city. In the future, please please contact me directly regarding any concerns that that you may have with city departments. All right, I got to read it. Or employees. I am aware of the concerns mentioned below, and they have been addressed. If you would like to schedule a meeting, I will be happy to answer any questions that you have. I know Tommy didn't type that email. No way. Okay, so Tommy, Tommy the Tahoe Chandler just said that all of the problems have been fixed. So for the, you know, almost, or now it's over 200 people that are watching this live show, I mean, you guys know better than us. Has the problems been addressed? The mayor of Bossier City is saying the problems have been addressed. And, and also what he's doing here is he's throwing a threat to Councilman Smith because the city charter says that the councilman can't engage department heads directly. And, and you know, he's got a point. He's right. Um, the order of business is that, you know, they should go through the mayor's office. I, I, I don't. I don't have a problem with that, but he's basically councilman Smith is calling out the problem and the mayor is basically putting his thumb and calling out the city charter on councilman Smith saying, you don't call the department heads about a problem. You call me directly. And the mayor is saying the problem is handled here. Is the problem being handled? Well, I would you, say the, that that the folks watching need to uh, reach out to Tommy. And, and you and you saw from the vets they had been reaching out for months to you know Queen David and to you know Councilman Free, and it's not they've been there for over I mean I think twenty something thirty years again started this show or we talked about term limits. The guy that hadn't even been there a term is trying to address the problem, and he's being choked down by a mayor that and the good old boy system does doesn't know doesn't know what he's doing. I mean, this is the good old boy system. This is how it works right here. You're seeing it. All right. So, how does I, I don't going to probably change so, or, or force gear changes? Well, finish your thought, and then I've got a question. Well, so what I'm going to say is, is that, you know, obviously daylight in Bossier City is in short supply and it, 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 it's in a lot of short supply. I mean, when we file public information requests that we don't get acknowledged or there is a delay in weeks. I mean, they they do everything that they can to not try to show, you know, be transparent. Um, it's just the way Bossier City works. And uh, so. All right. I, with, with that, with that said, I, I think probably the best thing at this point is uh, for us to start working towards our guest. And, yeah, and go I, ahead I, and I give me a little time. Okay. So I, while we're getting that, uh, getting our guests queued up, I'm going to read Courtney Wingate's comment and folks, we appreciate all the comments. These are some great comments. I'm trying to get to, you know, at least most of them if I can, but Courtney says, uh, here's the problem. For instance, Duke, if you live in Benton and your dog goes missing, goes missing, your dog legally needs to go to animal control. That's where you would look, right? Well, they won't take him. So the person that found your dog is told to let your dog go 
or find it a home. Your dog is rehomed or let loose in an unknown area of town. Then, uh, the dog then wanders the streets and hopefully is found or has a fast death rather than starving and lost, dying a slow, painful death. This is just ridiculous. Okay, here's our guest. So, so, the, so the people of Bozier, is that really what we want? I, I, I got to know. Would, okay. would you rather, okay, and to our guest, Brandy, hang on just a moment. I want to make this point, Rex. Okay. Or do y'all find us controlling, you know, wild animals or strays, running wild, getting hit by cars, and just it's it's the wild west in Bossier City, or do you value having a statue of Walter O. Bigby, you know? I hate to laugh, but that you, I mean, you hit the nail you, on the head. Do you value having a statue? Is that more important or taking care of, you know, wild animals that potentially going to be being hit by cars. You saw the pictures earlier and, and let me remind you folks, $300,000 on a stupid statue of Walter Bigby, 300,000. Just think of what that could do to help the animal control situation. All right. So I, 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 I shamefully, I will apologize up front to our guest that, you know, we are, putting her in a box and bringing her into a, uh, we, we get passionate about issues, you know, and, and, and again, I, I admit I didn't wake up this morning and animal control was not an issue that I thought I would be talking about at the end of this day, but here I am. And, uh, Brandy, um, Brandy hat tip to you. And, uh, I apologize putting you in this position, but, uh, you know, you've got some history and background here, right? That's correct. Okay. Is it Cordell or Cornell? It's Cornell. Okay. I, I saw that and, and I, I did a little history on you, kind of looking back on you. And, and this isn't your first rodeo in dealing with animal control issues, is it? No, it is not, sir. I I got you. I got you. Um, so years ago, and, and before we kind of get into the modern day stuff, this isn't the first rodeo for Bozier City as it as it pertains to animal control, because kind of how I learned about you was, you know, going back through time all the way back to 2011, I saw some KTBS articles that Bozier City had problems in the past. Is that accurate or inaccurate? That's, That's accurate. accurate. What so, in your word in your words, what, yeah. what were those problems? At that time I felt, I felt like, like the problems, problems were dogs and cats were being evenly euthanized. In what type of manner? I mean because again, this is Rex and, and welcome to the show. I'm kind of new into all this. So maybe walk us through, if you know, what the typical humane way is and then what you maybe witnessed as what, with what you consider as inhumane. Um, the way they euthanized the dogs and cats, were they just were not doing it properly. 
they were doing it in a a harsh way and an inhumane way, which was painful for the animals. Okay, and that that's fair enough. I mean, so I'm kind of I was reading through the article and basically correct me if I'm wrong. Um, the way it's typically done is there's an injection made that minimizes or eliminates the pain that the dog or I guess cat or whatever would feel. And if that doesn't go ahead and, and expire the dog, so to speak, um, then there's a second injection or, or procedure or whatever is done. And then hopefully the animal passes with that and doesn't feel any pain. Is that the way it should work? Yes, is we, the animal should be humanely euthanized without feeling any pain. And at that time, that was not happening all the time. And so did you, did you report this, you know, to, to higher ups or how did it, how, and take us back in time a little bit. How did it get to the news media? It went from, uh, yes, I reported it to the next step up. Um, at the time, it was um, Dell was the next one up. Um, and uh, me and another volunteer went and talked to him. And he kind of felt like he knew what was going on, but he said he would take care of the issue um, at the time. And he did not. So we just had to keep going further up. Until the news contacted me, because somebody contacted them, and that's how it started with the news. Okay. Okay. Gotcha. So we did. You know, we, yeah, we did go through it privately. Tried to go up the chain, and it didn't work. So somebody contacted the news. Okay. So and, and there and, and actually there were two separate things. One, there there was a lady, and and I'm wondering if it's. I, there's a Lopez commenting on our show live tonight, but there was an individual that uh, they shut down from trying to promote adoptions and rehoming even back then that was a volunteer and they shut that down back then to the, to the, I, I'm assuming, I can't remember the date, but 2011, 2018, somewhere in that time frame, as well as the issue of how they were performing euthanizations so there were there were actually a couple of problems back then, and I think the former mayor Walker was quoted as saying they were going to take a stab at it back then, and I found those to not be inspiring words considering the subject matter. But is that accurate? And that is correct. They had just a lot of issues then, and they're still having a lot of issues now. So in your opinion, what are some of the current issues that they're having now? Is it still with the methods that they're euthanizing or is it some other problems? And again, this is your opinion uh, that they're having or can you kind of or is it just overall a, a cluster? Well, it is overall. I do not know about the um, being dogs or cats being euthanized because um, I was helping um, Judy with the Bossier Parish um, dogs in Benton, Louisiana, out in Benton. So I wasn't particularly helping the Bossier. I was actually helping the parish dogs. All right. And so, uh, again, uh, forgive me for not knowing all this because I'm like Duke, brand new down this rabbit hole today. But 
educate me on how the process works. Does does Bozier, the parish, and the police jury have their own animal control, or do they outsource to the city? How do, or do they use vet clinics? I mean, how does all that work? Well, what they do is they do have outdoor runs out in Benton, and they do have a, it's not really a facility, but they do have an office out there for the ACOs, and they do have some outdoor runs. Um, so I was told um, that they basically have a contract with Bozier City Animal Services. Um, I asked to see that contract. I haven't seen the contract, but they said they have a contract with Bozier City Animal Services. So every dog that comes through from the parish that goes to Bozier City Animal Services, they do get $72.50, if I'm not correct. I think it's $72.50 for every dog that goes through there. Oh, okay, so, so there's money changing okay. hands. So that that's, where I want, that's where I wanted to jump in here. So there's a money factor in this thing here. And so yes. as, I, as I understand it, you know, Miss Judy, and I think you just said you know Miss Judy, right? Yes, I work very closely with Miss Judy. Okay, so sources tell us that Miss Judy was let go, and some of the things that transpired with Miss Judy was was that you know she was told that the city got mad and that they you know were going to stop taking parish animals and that uh, you know especially like rescue animals and that uh Bozier city was not happy and part of the reason they weren't happy was because they weren't getting any money and they weren't getting credit you know for rescue efforts have you heard anything like that, that? <laughs> yes that is correct um i was out there helping judy um basically i'm a networker i call myself um i get i go out there and help judy get some pictures and videos and then i network them to my rescue partners um, in, you know, in town and out, obviously out of state. Um, and we were saving most of the dogs um, that were in the parish. Very, very few even had to go to Bozier City Animal Services. Um, now, now, Brandy, Brandy, I, got, I have to stop you. And I'm going to I'm going to put pause on you for a second. Rex, Rex, does mm -hmm. that sound like vanity to you because they weren't getting credit? I know. Are you? Are you freaking kidding me? Because what, are we going to have to name name a bridge or shelter after them or something? So they're not getting money, and they're not getting credit. So what are they going to do? Oh, good yes. grief. Okay, I'm sorry, Brandy. I had to stop. I had to go ahead. Finish your story. I'm sorry. No, we were doing, we hardly had any dogs um, go to um, Bodger City at all. We were saving almost every single dog that came through there. Um there were a few you that we couldn't saving, save that were aggressive you were, or you were saving them, meaning you were finding homes for them to go to? I was I was sending them to Rockville um five oh one C three rescues. And gotcha. those rescues would pay everything for the dogs to be vetted and transported to their rescues. So okay. so that's not that's not costing the taxpayers of Bozier Parish any money, right? N that is correct. Actually, me and uh, probably about two other um, volunteer citizens in the community paid for all the vaccinations, um, paid for all the dewormer, and paid for all the heartworm tests. 
that went to every single dog out there in the Bozier Parish wait, um, wait, when I was wait helping. A minute, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Stop. Stop. You're telling me that all the animals that you guys, volunteers, that you guys were covering the cost of the medications. Did, did you say food? Did you say food too? And we have uh, another volunteer would drive down and um, he's from out of state and he would help and bring down food that Miss Judy would feed the dogs. That is correct. He brought right. down some high quality food. So they were not paying for food, um, vaccinations or heartworm tests or anything. That is correct. Okay. So I got a question then. Where does this $72.50 or whatever the, the amount, the, you know, if that's the correct amount, where does that come into play in all of this? Well, I was told by Eric Hudson on the phone. I did get a phone call. We were texting and he said he doesn't like to text. He would like to talk on the phone, which I totally understand. There's no paper trail there. Um, uh, he told me that uh, he did appreciate that Judy and I were saving dogs um, from the parish, but Bozier City Animal Services is very upset that they are not getting the credit, the positive outcomes, or they're not getting the funding from the dogs going filtering through from parish to Bozier. Mm, I have a feeling, a sneaking suspicion that it was the funding side of that. And just so you know, Louisiana is a one-party state, so as long as you're a party to the phone call or the conversation, you can record the phone call, and that gets yes, around and that Eric's. that was my big mistake. Yeah, that, <laughs> that gets around Eric's, yeah, his paper trail woes. So, all right, so basically this is, this is the way I see it. Now, Duke, you can step in and correct me, or Brandy, you correct me. Basically, the city wasn't getting paid, and so they were tired of this. Yes. Okay. That's uh, how I that, feel. All right. That's it oh, in a okay. nutshell. I got it. Now, okay. Now, Rex, I have to put the bad guy hat on here for a second. I got to put it on. Brandy, I'm I'm sorry. Look, in our, I mean, and, and you know, we, we pride ourselves on our show that there's no place and nobody that we won't go at. So in our comments, someone made a, made a comment and I want you to address mm -hmm. this comment. They, they said, what is the story of some animals being diverted and shipped off to other states at a pretty good price? And, and they said, uh, not guide, uh, okay, not sorry. guide making the normal channels of owner recovery. Would you comment on that? Well, the dogs that we save are on their stray hold, which not including the day the dog comes in. Then after that, they have a three day stray hold. So basically it's, um, and actually, every dog that came into the parish, Judy would send me a picture and tell me where the dog, where they got picked up at. I posted that dog on social media and shared to all the pages of where to hopefully connect that dog with the owner, because that was my first priority would be hopefully get the dog back home. If that dog did not get picked up by the owner, then I would contact my rescue partners and see if they could help save this dog. So it would have to go to Bozier City Animal Services because they do euthanize, and I was trying to avoid that. 
So the dogs would go to rescue. There is no pretty price on no dog's head. Um, the only price there was if they went to Bossier City, that's when they had a price on their head, which was seventy-two fifty. None of the rescues, they paid for everything. They paid for transport. Um, I would raise uh, the community paid for those dogs. They raised, we raised money for health certificates so they can go out of state. And the rescues, you know, they're lucky if they break even with the, you know, with their um, adoptions. But that's why they're not doing it. They're doing it to save lives also. Well, I, I think, and I may be mistaking, what was being suggested was, was that, you know, it was a market for dogs outside of the state, you know, and that, that somebody was well, paying there, a good price. Well, there's a lot of places that we send dogs to. There's spay and neuter laws. So right. they are short on dogs in some areas than others so like here we have no we don't have a spay and neuter law so other places do so they are short on dogs believe it or not (laughs) we don't have that problem here obviously so we try to send to places um that you know that they're wanting dogs because there's a shortage because they have spay and neuter laws and we don't have any here which we do need well that makes sense all right, so yes. so I'm trying to piece all the dots together here. Basically, nobody is really getting rich off of this, correct? <laughs> no, far okay. from it. We actually probably lose, you know, hopefully break even, but no, we mostly, especially like the volunteers to rescue, we usually lose money. That's why there's a lot of, you know, uh, fundraisers and things like that for, you know, obviously these rescues do is because to try to raise some money just to be able to, you know, keep saving more lives. Well, well, well then what, and what I'm is a volunteer, so I actually lose money every time I, you know, help a dog and, you know, provide. And if I can't raise the money, then I pay out of my own pocket. So I actually, you know, come out of my well, own pocket. Well, to to you guys, I mean, hat tip to you guys. I mean, look, I, I love my dog, and <clears throat> I can tell you that if uh, my dog, if my dog, I said it earlier in the show, and I'm going to say it again, if my dog accidentally got loose and they picked him up, and then is that accurate? I was told within three days they could euthanize an, an animal. Is that accurate or not? If they, if they pick up a stray, it's four days if, if you're including the, the day the dog is picked up. So the dog, the day that's picked up, that's one day, and then three days after that, so it's four days. The dog, if um, could be, yes, that's correct, could be adopted, okay, so, rescued, or euthanized. Okay, so so I want to paint the picture for you know the two hundred people watching this show live right now. If if your dog or your pet gets loose, and you know it was an accident, they get out, and four days later, if Tommy the Tahoe Chandler get your dog in Bozier Animal Control because he's trying to make his 7250. I mean, he can put your dog to sleep. And oh, by the way, he's going to prevent volunteers from getting in there like yourself and taking pictures to try to find the original owner or find somebody to rehome this dog with. I mean, am I thinking that correctly? Is that, is that yes. a possible scenario? We were, we were not... posting the dog first, to, obviously, to try to find, connect with the owner, because um, I would want somebody to help me if that was my dog. Then after the four days, if the dog is uh, was not, you know, claimed by the owner, then we were, what we would do is we would, you know, try to find a rescue and get that dog safe. 
so it wouldn't have to go to Bossier City Animal Services because if it goes to Bossier City Animal Services, they're already full. They tell people they're full. They're turning people down. So why would we want any of our dogs to go there? That means they would have to euthanize our dogs when they go there, or they have to euthanize the dogs that are already in their shelter to accept the parish dogs. So my role was to step in and try to save those dogs with Judy so we can get them safely out to Rockville Rescue so no dogs would have to be euthanized. All right. So we were cut off from that because I was told directly on the phone that, you know, they didn't, Bozier was not, we were doing great. We were saving many dogs. I got a phone call that says this all had, you know, that Bozier City Animal um, Services was not happy that they weren't getting the funding from each dog that came to their shelter or they weren't getting the um, positive outcome numbers is what I was told. All right. But here's what I'm trying to focus on. Aside from the the wonderful work that you and all the other people that volunteer their time and, and do this, I'm trying to figure out, and Brandy, you may or may not want to comment on this so you don't get any hot water, but I'm trying to figure out what the hell, excuse the language, the incentive is for Tommy and them to screw all this up and have this bad publicity. Really? I mean, I pick on Tommy a lot, but seventy-two fifty a dog, if the city is also covering, you know, and so it's taxpayer dollars, if the city's covering all the food and all that, and then somebody's getting paid, they're buying the food and, and vet supplies or whatever from one of their friends. I mean, I maybe could make a connection here, but I'm trying to figure out what the end game of all this is because it is not a good PR campaign for stray dogs and cats and, and whatever other animals to be running around the city and roaming around the city. What What is the end game here? Why? I, to be honest, I have no idea. I wish I knew because we were, we, everybody was doing such a great job and then we got shut down. I mean, at 7250, let's say 7250, 7250 a dog. I mean, are we talking millions of dollars here or what are we talking about? No, no. Yeah, that's my point. When it comes from the parish, it wasn't very many dogs. Um, there was a lot of phone calls, but you know, the dogs that got picked up wasn't overwhelming. Um, that it could be. I mean, it's obviously overwhelming for everyone, um, especially for the ACOs, but um, it wasn't just. Brandy, you've been around a while. Correct me if I'm wrong. I mean, okay, look, all of us, I I, I would say this, for everybody, as our population as humans, is it decreasing or increasing? Obviously, it's increasing a little bit, right? So, is it does it does it stand to reason that the population of animals is going to increase just a little bit, right? So, Bozier, if I understand history correctly, Bozier City, when they built the Animal Control Center, they built it a certain size and they renovated it. But the the catch that I understand is, is when they renovated the Bozier Animal Control Center, they didn't make it bigger; they made it smaller. You've been around, Brandy. Is that accurate or inaccurate? Um, I was told that they took out some, uh, they took out runs. I have not been there since they renovated it, um, to be honest. But um, I was told that they took out runs to make certain walls and to make certain um, areas. So well, uh, I heard that, you know, it's, it's for less dogs. Well, 
so I got to tell y'all, here's here's my opinion. My opinion is it seems that Bozier City and Tahoe Tommy are more interested in euthanization and killing animals than they are on adoptions and rehoming of animals. And, you know, if you fall on the side of you think we should just kill them all, then you know what? It sounds to me like Tahoe Tommy's your guy. But if you fall on the side of you care about, you know, adoptions and rehoming and taking care of animals, um, you're probably not there. And, and that that's the conclusion I'm coming to here. Well, and this not is just, about money. This is about money. Not just that. I mean, you know, we I posed the question, or, or we did, uh, several shows ago, was Butch Ford actually a puppy killer? And, well, it sounds like he might actually be now. Well, well, it comes back to Judy Rex. I mean, Tommy Chandler in the email with, you know, Councilman Smith, when Councilman Smith was getting, obviously, he was getting emails from, you know, pro-animal folks, and he's weighing in to try to do something about it. Obviously, from the veterinarian's email, you know, Councilman Montgomery, Councilman Free had been getting communications, and they didn't do anything. They did nothing. And yet Councilman Smith gets it. He tries to do something. The mayor tries to shut him down. He, he basically pulls rank on him and says, hey, no, if you're going to have anything to do with this, you got to go directly through me. And oh, by the way, I'm handling this problem. It's handled. It's taken care of. Obviously, it's not taken care of. Or he was saying, hey, we've got it taken care of. And here's how we're going to take care of it we're going to kill the message. And the message is Miss Judy. We're going to prevent the That's message right. from getting out about what we're doing. We're going to take the message out. And you know what they did? They got rid of Miss Judy. And that meant that Tommy Chandler had to communicate with Butch Ford or the parish or the police jury or Juliana Parks while she was partying in Washington Mardi Gras and say, hey, we need to get rid of this lady who is rehoming these dogs because it's costing us money in Bozier City. That's it. Well, that's it in a nutshell. Brandy, let me ask you this, and, and I put this question out. I think you were you were in the comments before the call, and you may have commented on this. But what do you? What is your opinion? You know, whether whether you agree with us or we agree with you, what is your opinion on what it would take to fix this issue? in the city is it throwing more money at it i mean what do you think would help fix the problem is there a solution well, well this, we need to spay and neuter laws that's what we number one in my opinion what we need is spay and neuter laws um and then when we get those if we ever got those then we would need to enforce those laws that would basically help all the you know so this wouldn't keep reoccurring over and over of us have to saving these dogs and watching these dogs die in our community. But the parish also needs to have get, in my opinion, instead of giving all the money to the Bossier city is to build their own facility to house their own dogs and, you know, have their have, have volunteers um, and for us to keep saving animals. Okay. So, First thing is spay and neuter laws. 
Second thing is, well, we've got to have an enforcement, which means punishment or fines or whatever if you don't or whatever that is. And, and to be honest, you know, I'm pretty conservative, but it is more government. But I have to say in this case, I, you know, I think it's justified. Um, if we don't, we'll have more dogs that die. It's just yeah. in cats. It's as simple yeah. as that. It's just a fact of the matter. Okay. Well, Duke, any more questions for Brandy or Brandy? Is there anything more that you would like to add? Um, no, it just seems like this, you know, we, I just want to feel like I was helping Miss Judy. And then I felt like I, you know, was her voice and she couldn't be the big voice. And, uh, and now we were both cut off from helping. And the problem is not getting and saving any lives. better. Yeah. It's, it's not getting no, any better. It's not getting any better. This was all seemed we, everything was working out. We were saving lives after lives until Sherry from Bossier City Animal Services stepped in and said she wasn't happy what was happening and everything kind of started from there. Hmm. Very interesting, interesting story. And look, I really appreciate you coming on the, the show and kind of being in the hot seat a little bit and, and telling your story because this is very public and the well, it's, certain, it's, power, it's certain powers that be are watching. Time. It's time. Yeah. It, it, this is important. And, and look to Brandy and to Judy and to all of you, I saw several folks in the comments that volunteer and to all of you guys, you know, hat tip to you. Thank you for doing what you do. I mean, look, I, I, I would do anything for, for my dog. I mean, we, we, they're like a family member. They are a family. I shouldn't say like, I mean, that's degrading. They are a family member. And you know what? Uh, Thank you for doing what you do because not everybody does it. Thank you. Thank you for getting it out there. We need all the help we can get. Okay. Well, you're welcome back on the show anytime. If you, you know, hear any updates or anything changes, positive or negative, you know, we do positive stuff every once in a blue moon here. Um, but if you hear anything, just let us know. You're always welcome back on the show. I, I appreciate it. Thank you very much. All right. Thank you, Brandy. Thank you, Brandy. So, Rex, I got to pose a question. Here's what I got to say. Has Tommy Tahoe Chandler broken another campaign promise? Well, surely not. Well, <laughs> of course, the other way to look at that is he's being consistent. I mean, if he's going to break one, he may as well break them all. Well, well, right. But, I mean, good grief. So, with that question in mind, I mean, go ahead and share my screen. I think I've got the next part of this show to, to keep trudging along on this. Uh, this well, looky field there. Right here. Yeah, looky there. Old Tommy trying to get the votes when he was mayor or running for mayor. But, well, not so much he's worried about it uh, now. So, so during a campaign, it's important. And, uh, you know, on February 17th of 2021, Tommy Chandler for mayor, you see the leash on that, you know, young pup there in the snow and the Tommy Chandler signs and says, this is Ven Venom the Husky with one of my signs during the storm. I just want to remind everyone that if you are cold outside, so are our furry friends. Please make sure to keep your pets warm during this time. They are counting on you. Well, Tommy, you're right. It's cold out there right now, but it's not snow. It's wet. 
and they're counting on you and you've chosen to be mad and you've got people who are rehoming these you know pets to get them out of the cold and find them adoptions you you've you know made a point to try to get them cut off with coordination with butch the hatchet man ford y'all did it you found the solution you you cut off information about what's happening you did it good job all right so julie ferris had a great comment i'm going to put it up on the screen again and it was simple she says um recap what can we do so as a viewer of the show or watcher of the show what can folks do to help the situation out now i can tell you the first thing is you need to flood tommy's office with phone calls if you have his cell phone text him um, email him let everybody know you're not happy send carbon copies to your city councilman send them to the police jury not just your police juror all the police jurors and look we had we were over 200 people watching this show if each of you that is interested in this and i would argue that that's the majority of people would grab a couple of friends and y'all all start flooding them and letting them know let let tommy know he needs to find if he's going to find one campaign promise to keep besides term limits this is it he needs to at least try to keep this one let okay, him know. mike Lum mike lumberdino says not certain that's a correct statement regarding tommy well mike lumberdino if if tommy chandler tommy tahoe chandler has done something different other than you know condemn you know these volunteers to not be able to take the effort to try to find adoption homes for these pets rather than euthanizing them by all means give me the proof because by by the comments you had a councilman at large that was seeking to address the problem he made a point to jump out there and put the councilman at large in his place to say you stay out of it i'm yeah. handling this and you know what the handling part of it was the handling part was to cut the people who were finding homes for these dogs so they wouldn't have to be euthanized what am i missing i mean if you know if you know another part of this story by all means jump on out here if you're going to carry his water I, I am open to debate in fact if you want to come on the show you have my number message me you are welcome to come on tommy chandler is yeah. welcome to come on the show right now butch ford if there's an alternative juliana parks i mean come if on. you're through partying in washington mardi gras while the parish is going to the dogs and animals are suffering if you want to come on the show and debate and say where we're wrong you have our numbers we gladly will encourage you to come on the show and i don't know what else i can say rex well, I would rather we start closing with something slightly positive. So Courtney Wingate has put up a nice comment uh, with some solutions. Bozier City Animal Control needs to open up the building to Bozier Parish dogs and cats. They need to allow volunteers in to take pictures and do the networking. We need to put the uh, they need to put their ego down and quit worrying about a pay on the back, a pat on the back, or money in their pocket, and worry about the dogs that walk out the front door, and not placed in the incinerator. So that's solutions, 
And then what you need to do as taxpayers, voters, constituents, and all that, you've got to reach out to these councilmen. You've got to reach out to the mayor. You've, uh, and again, you've got to reach out to the, your police jury members and let how, them know much, you're not happy. How much dog food, worm medicine, and vet medicine has any of these elected officials paid for and donated prior to date for all of these dogs? I want to know because these volunteers have been doing it themselves. I want to know how much Tommy Chandler has donated. How yeah. much? I know. I mean, look, go to Cut 40, Rex. Go to Cut 40. Let's go ahead right. and pull up here. If let's, It may not pull up do. right because it was in the format you had earlier. Yeah, but let's see. I want to know. I mean, if we're going to carry the water of Tommy Chandler and say that, okay, he, he, you know, he's doing a good job. He's doing what he has to do. I mean, look, some dogs have to be euthanized, but this is bull crap. You have people who are publicly advocating for these animals and trying to rehome them and prevent them from having to be euthanized. And they're, they're going to be cut off, you know, by Butch Ford who arguably has a homestead exemption in in Caddo Parish and by state law shouldn't able to even be hold the position in Bossier. I mean, I'm mixing it up here a little bit. I mean, but good grief. Where does this end? Right. These these ladies were doing <laughs> they were doing a good job. This isn't right. It's not right yeah, at all. So let me let me get this pulled up a little better here. Hold on a second, because, yeah, we're running into the same issue. These were, were uh, long screenshots, so bear with me just a second. I'm going to get this thing pulled up. I'm getting, I'm getting my pulse up here a little bit. <laughs> a little, little bit. But, you know, look, there are a lot of people passionate uh, about our uh, furry friends and fur babies, as everybody calls them, and I understand it. You know, I've got a chocolate lab, and we've got a... a well, we didn't get him from a shelter, but he's a rescue dog, and so I completely understand. Now, this is, is this what you wanted me to share? This was a photo that Tahoe Tommy put up back in February of 2021 when he's trying to pander, you know. Again, the during the campaign. Are, right. Another right. campaign promise. He says, taking care of animals isn't something that is a new cause for my family. For my Shelby's birthday in 2014, and he posted this publicly. Instead of presents, she accepted donations for Nina's Road to Rescue. Paula has donated to Nina's over the years and various other uh, other various rescues. This isn't a new issue for me and my family uh, to support just because I am running for mayor. The situation with animal control is a newer issue that I am learning about thanks to several people in this group. I promise, as mayor, we will find a solution to this problem. That is a line of BS, Tommy. Prove us wrong. Well, you're not running for mayor now, and you are mayor right now, and what are you doing? Well, just let them run wild. Let them okay. run wild, and, and if they do come to us, let's kill them. Let's kill yeah. them, and cut the parish off as well, because by gosh, they better not find somebody to take these animals in. They better send them to us so we can euthanize them and get our $72. Just a shame. All right, Mr. and, and oh, oh, by the way, oh, by the way, we're going to build a statue too. Uh, yeah, three hundred thousand. We have, we have to three hundred thousand dollars. Yeah, not not just name the carriageway after him. We got to build a statue, also. Tommy, you want to show you got a backbone? Veto the statue. Yeah, you got we the dare power. You. You're the one. You're the one guy. I dare you? Let's see what yeah. happens. 
All right, Mr. Lowry. What else tonight? We, we've successfully been able to do a show after Facebook tried to cancel us, basically, at least for tonight. Well, they, they did cancel us. They cut us off. They censored us. If you were there at the start of the show, you saw it. If you ever had any doubts, you know, if you, yeah, if you had any doubts about whether there was real censorship or not, you saw it firsthand and we shared what they said. They said we made sexual something or another, whatever. And if you were watching, there's no such thing. So, but that was what you saw it firsthand. You may, you may be left, you may be middle, you may be right, but you can't deny what happened tonight. Right. All right, so even with all those hurdles, we appreciate we were bumping 200 people again. Um, we appreciate everybody that stuck with us as we changed yes. and finally got the show back go, going back. Uh, and the people that switched to YouTube and then switched back to Facebook, we appreciate all of you. If you want to know how you can help us out, if you have information about uh, the animal control situation or anything like that, send it to us by email, gmail.com or... If you're worried about your job or position or reputation or whatever the case may be, you can make a free anonymous protonmail.com account. Go to protonmail.com. We have no financial affiliation with them. Uh, don't put any identifying information in it. Make an anonymous account. Send an email to bozierwatch at protonmail.com. We do check and read those. That's how we get a lot of information. The old-fashioned way, bozierwatch at gmail.com. Um, if you feel... Inclined to, go to bozierwatch.org. We have a donations button. We have some coffee cups for sale. And I swear I'm going to try to get around to some t-shirts that you can purchase. You know, a couple dollars here and there help us out. This that we do is not free. We pay for the software and various other things. So we appreciate it. But even if you don't donate, just share it out. Tag some friends. Let them know about the show if you were new, if you enjoyed the content. Um, We appreciate everybody that watches. Yeah, we we do, and and hey guys, look, I mean, you know, we're 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 about trying to make our community better. You know, it may be, I don't know, you know, at the end of our days, it may be the wrong way, it may be the right way, you know, who knows? But no matter what, we're talking about subjects that make people uncomfortable, that uh, needs to be discussed, and if it leads to an improvement in our community, then I think we have been successful and, uh, by you watching and, uh, that, that helps us to be successful. So share the show out, encourage people to watch the show. And if you're not somebody that normally watches our show, like, and follow our show. We do this every, uh, normally on Tuesdays and we talk about tons of different, uh, political issues, you know, right. and it's okay. If you don't agree with us politically, you know, or vice versa, that's fine. We we still value your opinion. We want to hear it, even if we don't agree, because right. that's the only way we improve is if each of us, you know, communicate, we have dialogue, we debate. It's only through debate that we improve and, and we make our lives better. We have to argue and we have to debate to get to the root problem and improve that's the only way it happens i would agree with you 100 percent, and couldn't have said it better mr lowry i think we will see each other again tuesday night our normal night we're gonna you know try to get back on schedule again i apologize for having to move to thursday and then our issues tonight but uh anyway at any rate 
that's it. That's all I've got. Good night, folks. Thank you, Rex. Good night, folks. Appreciate y'all watching. All right. See you later.